Hoopball Podcast listeners. Are you a fantasy expert and want to write or podcast for Hoopball? Do you have aspirations of covering a team? Are you a master of sales and want to earn some cash on the phones? Well, we've got good news. Hoopball's recruiting. If you think you have what it takes, hit us up at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or by emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. Again, that's at Hoopball Fantasy on Twitter or emailing teamhoopball at hoop-ball.com. The following is a Hoopball presentation. This is a hoop ball gaming presentation, hoop-ball.com. Make sure to check out Best Bets articles and fantasy basketball updates and news. We're going to have a short, short, short offseason, so you've got to get that in. I think mock draft lobbies are already open. Before I move on too much further, I'm going to talk about the sponsor for the show, Manscaped. Manscaped.com, the lawnmower 3.0, just came out. Fully electric, waterproof technology. And it is the real deal, y'all. Use promo code HOOPBALL20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0, to receive 20% off and free shipping. They have other great products other than the lawnmower, such as their, you know, face lotions for gentlemen, um, aftershave care products, um, beard oils, um, underwear. If you need underwear, they have those. You can get free shipping and 20% off. Hoopball20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0. Well, as you can tell, the excitement or the decibel level on the intro was a little quieter, but hey, I am sleeping, or I am doing this next to a sleeping child, so we are going to take that into consideration. Um, So, Got some exciting first looks in college football. We got Monday night football tonight, obviously. That's what we'll lead with in the show. And then got some lines already for next week in the professional football league that we will probably discuss. A couple things to keep an eye out for me specifically this week. I'm going to have um, an article going up tonight on hoop-ball.com. I'm going to talk about my first watch. Um, so to say, for the week nine lines in college football. And then I'm going to do a full-on Sunbelt preview um, and breakdown of the Sunbelt. As you guys know, I love the Sunbelt, the Fun Belt, and uh, well, I'm real successful with betting on it, and I really like breaking it down, and there's some fun teams and some fun players, and we have some fun matchups coming up this week. So let's talk about that. Um, you know, but... Monday Night Football first. We have a pretty decent matchup here. Um, it's been a weird week in the NFL. Um, you know, Dallas losing and losing to the uh, Washington football team, um, which a lot of people probably could have said that was expected. But um, wild finish with Pittsburgh and Tennessee, Arizona and Seattle. Those were very, very exciting games. 
Um, thank you, Stephen Goskowski, for not hitting that field goal for my overbet. Just kidding. Um, that was sarcasm. So without further ado, let's talk about this Monday night matchup. Uh, Chicago Bears taken on the Los Angeles Rams. They're going to Los Angeles, so a little bit of travel for the Bears. I'm going to pop up the injury report, and then we'll talk about that, but I want to talk more about where it opened and where we are now because the object is to find conviction and value and beat the closing line. So I locked in Chicago plus six, and um, I, need, I need to also say that um, Ira is also on Chicago at plus six. He's, uh, as you can tell by now, he's not uh, with us on today's show, but he's always here. So that's Ira Silver Magic on Twitter. Um, but I needed to give his Monday night play out. And um, it opened at plus seven to Chicago, getting the seven points, the full touchdown. So we went down under a key number to another key number, actually, in football. I mean, six is just a couple field goals, obviously. And, you know, we've seen some movement by two and a half points from 47 all the way down to 44 and a half. And kickoff is set for 8.15 Eastern time um, on ESPN. Da-da-da, da-da-da. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Chicago is a plus 210 money line underdog. And uh, I, I'm trying to talk myself out of taking that uh, selection and that bet. I, I really think Chicago can, you know, surprise Los Angeles here. And my re biggest reasoning is um, the Rams have only defeated the NFC East. Um, so just to talk a little bit more about the Rams, sure, they're having success as far as yards per play, um, and all that mumbo jumbo, but, you know, they beat Dallas 20 to 17. They beat Philly, um, 37, 19. They lost to Buffalo. That was, you know, a three point loss, 35, 32. And then, you know, they beat the Ram, or I'm sorry, they beat the Giants, uh, 17, 9. You know, so a single possession win over the Giants. And then they went on the road and took on, you know, the Washington football team and won 30 to 10, lost to San Fran. Um, so here's, the, and it's classic golf, in my opinion, because he plays up and down to his competition. Um, I know I said that about Justin Herbert, and it didn't really work out for me this weekend, but Jacksonville was in there for a while until the very, very end. Um, but, you know, I think Goff is more magnified in that, um, in that statement uh, to more of the true side. So one major thing that I'm looking at in this game, um, Chicago leads the league in incompletions forced uh, per game in, within their passing defense. Um, and that is pretty big to me because I think with the staunch defense up front with Chicago being able to stop the run, um, they're going to be forced to pass. And I'm talking about Jared uh, Goff and the Rams offense. Don't get me wrong, McVay's a mastermind as far as it goes with, you know, scheme and getting people open in space. But um, the Bears probably can – I mean, if, if any defense is going to match each of these skill position players' speed uh, evenly and pretty pretty close, it's going to be this Bears defense because they're fast. They cause a lot of incompletions. They get in there. Um, so 
lots of pass breakups. And, you know, they averaged 13.1 incompletions per game last year in 2019 as a whole. And here's the, here's a good kicker. So they averaged 15.7 incompletions per game. They go on the road and it's 16.7. So I, I, I like that a lot. I, I like Nick Foles um, being Nick Foles, honestly. Um, and this is a spot that I think Nick Foles is going to do really well in. They have a huge advantage with, with third down conversion. Um, the Rams allow almost 64% um, on third down conversions to, to their opposing team uh, offenses. So, you know, there's that. Nick Foles can continue some drives as long as they don't get behind the sticks and um, they can, you know, average at least 3.7 uh, yards per carry would be my my uh, goal for them and then have success. Um, now, you also got um, a couple of spots to look at for tight end. I think this is a both um, with, with red zone scoring um, percentages, both teams give that up at a good clip. Um, so uh, look for tight ends and maybe get some looks when they get deep down into the red zone, especially with man coverages on the outside, which both these teams run a fair amount of. Uh, so I'm looking at the Bears to go on the road. I took the points. I really want to take them on the money line. I'm trying to talk myself into it. I, I, I don't think it's going to take too much talking because I think it's a really good bet, honestly. And, you know, Nick Foles, he just keeps doing this. We, we've seen him come in time after time. And we, we've doubted him every time. And, uh, yeah, and then there's history with Maggie and Foles going all the way back to Kansas City. Um, so uh, the, the coordinator, the coach, and Foles, you know, they're on the page that they need to be on, and that's the same one. So um, moving on to a couple of college – or three specifically uh, college football games that I'm looking at um, very exuberantly for this week. Starting off um, is going to be um, a Conference USA matchup that I really like, and that's uh, the Roadrunners of University of Texas San Antonio getting six and a half points on the road, taking on the Florida Atlantic Owls over under set at 53. And, uh, you know, last week, quarterback Frank Harris led the Roadrunners to a uh, win against Louisiana Tech. And, um, that was an exciting game. They won 27-26. Granted, he threw two interceptions. He didn't have any touchdowns, but he did enough to get his team in the um, position to score, and he commands the offense. He's a senior. He's been here. Uh, he's suffered a few injuries. So, it, I mean, if he's healthy, the guy is really great. He's a wonderful quarterback as far as, um, you know, people say game manager is a bad thing, but, I mean, Russell Wilson's a game manager. So, um and this, he normally doesn't turn the ball over uh, twice per game or hardly ever. So um, I'm looking for positive regression in that regard. They still won with their defense and, you know, covered up, you know, the unlike, you know, untimely and uh, not characteristic mistakes of uh, Frank Harris in the quarterback position. Uh, and they go on the road again as a dog. They were a dog last week, and they beat Louisiana Tech. Uh, both teams ranked towards the bottom as far as offensive yards per game, so I am looking to shade the under here at 53. Both teams actually have underrated defenses. Uh, Florida Atlantic, they, they, um, 
you know, since Lane Kiffin left, they, they're just, they, they should be terrible again, you know, which they didn't look great against Marshall, but they held Marshall to 20 points, and Marshall's one of the most efficient offenses in all of college football. Uh, Marshall's a very complete team also. Uh, look for them to win this conference, uh, Marshall that is. But UTSA, I think, is going to be a close second or third, in my opinion. They have really great linebacker play. Um, they give up, a, a, I mean, 30 points per game, but it's what's in those numbers that I really like. You know, I've watched them play, and I've watched them shut some uh, folks down for large chunks of the game. And Florida Atlantic struggles with efficiency on offense, and they don't move the ball. I mean, they scored nine points against Marshall. But I talked about how good Marshall's defense overall and uh, how good they were as a team. But you got to be able to, you know, try to get at least 14 points uh, without it being – something wrong with your offense, you know. Um, so with that being said, there's also expected to be heavy wins. And so I'm looking for that to play a role. I mean, these two teams don't pass the ball or have much success in passing offense anyways. So when you throw 10 to 15 mile per hour wins in there, I think that's going to hinder some um, stuff. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at and so I talked about the spread and the over, and I just want to, you know, I just hopped on Action Network to check these lines as I was talking about them. Again, Action Network is not an affiliate of ours. Tally site is. Um, and it's just how I track my plays, you know, and I'm top 10 in college football and tally site. And, uh, you know, just, yeah, Action Network. It's a great, it's a great tool if you're a better. Uh, again, not an affiliate, but. Um, so the total I talked about, taking the under on of 53 well it's already shot down to 50 opened at 54 so um i'm not telling you to take the under 50 um i i was saying that i liked the under 53 so heavy heavy and swift movement on that line that is incredible um got a couple other ones here but but before i do that let's talk about where we can put some bets in on these games up uh, mybookie.ag is the other sponsor, another great affiliate of the show. And um, you use HoopBall as the promo code, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. You're going to get 100% initial deposit match, uh, free future waiver, uh, wager. And um, on top of that, great customer service, wonderful bonuses, and lots of diversity as far as what you can do. They have blackjack, they have uh, slot machines. I've got my grandma and my dad set up with a MyBookie account and um, they, they like it. So again, HoopBall is the promo code, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, uh, mybookie.ag, bet, win, get paid. I've got a couple futures tickets in there that I'm hoping might cash. Well, at least one of them, because it's the two World Series futures need Tampa Bay to get it to seven. Anyway, we were talking about college football. Um, so the next game I really like is going to be Memphis at number nine, Cincinnati. Cincinnati right now is six and a half point favorites. Um, opened at six. 
Over under is um, dropped. It's dropped one point from sixty and a half down to fifty nine and a half. And uh, just get it up and out front. You know, I like Cincinnati minus six and a half in this one. And here's why. You know, the matchup features opposite polarization from each side of the, you know, proverbial football spectrum. So Memphis, in all of their matchups, they've seen their games average about 70 total points combined. Cincinnati's right around 40. Cincinnati has an elite defense. And both teams actually average the same numbers as far as time of possession. But Memphis runs 19 more plays. You would think, oh, it's because they have an efficient offense or whatever. But, you know, they actually just give up a crap ton of points. Whatever they produce, they give up uh, on the opposing side or the flip side. Remember, Memphis was one of the heaviest hit teams as far as COVID. You know, their season was delayed a month and a half. They had 20 guys pretty much out before they even started doing practices. Lots of opt-outs. Um, so Memphis has been hit hard. You know, they they were a dark horse to consider in this conference. And, um, you know, now you can't even do that. But um, on the flip side, I like Cincinnati to win this conference, the American Athletic. Um, so Cincinnati has an elite defense. You know, you look up their defensive numbers, they're, you know, in anywhere between top three and top seven or ten of each, you know, metric. Um, they're just a really solid defense. And they have an exciting quarterback, uh, uh, Dalton uh, Ritter. Um, I want to say Dalton's his first name, Dalton Ritter. Uh, you know, leading the helm. A lot of talk about their lack of run game, you know, because – they lost Michael Warren, who was, I believe he's one of the all-time leading rushers for Cincinnati. Um, but, you know, Dokes was, uh, you know, a running back that learned from him and has got six touchdowns on the season. So, you know, I think he's a sophomore, sophomore or junior. So when you have that coupled, you know, that experience in the backfield, that's, that's good. This is um, going to be the toughest task for the Tigers, and I don't think their defense is going to have a shot at, you know, standing up to that. So Cincinnati minus six and a half. I'm also looking to maybe lean under, um, which that is, um, like I said, 59, uh, 59 and a half right now. So, you know, maybe looking at that, my worry is that uh, Cincinnati might put up a 40 burger based off of some defensive touchdowns or special teams touchdowns, uh, 40 or 45 burger. And then, you know, Memphis, you know, about 20, 27. Um, so that's cutting it close for me. My thing is, is if Memphis actually plays a little bit decent defense, um, which they're capable of, they're three and one on the year. Um, and Cincinnati has had issues moving the ball before. See the game they played against Army. And uh, so um, those are my thoughts on that game. Moving on to the last college football game um, that I'm going to speak on. Talked about a little bit of uh, possible underplay in that last game, but I'm looking at the over in this one, and that is the Temple Owls taking on the Tulane Green Wave. They're uh, going to be hosting Temple, that is uh, Tulane, and the over-under right now is 64, and um, it's actually dropped three points down to 61 and a half. That's really weird and kind of makes me worried. Um, you know, Nine miles per hour wind is what's projected. Uh, cloudy, 65 degrees. So it's not. I thought maybe there's going to be some um, 
weather issues. 92% of the bets are on Temple right now, which I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm playing the total, so I don't really have a huge opinion on the side. But to me, that looks a little weird. Um, so I'm seeing anywhere between minus four and a half, minus five and a half for Tulane uh, being the home favorite. Um, you know, this is a simple one for me. I bet the under in Tulane's first game of the season and was mightily disgusted that I had done so. So since then, I'm 2-0 in overs on Tulane games. Both defenses are terrible, and there could be at least 950 total yards in this game. Temple passes the ball 56.22% of the time, and both of these teams allow at least eight yards per pass. Uh, that's just per pass. Per completion, I want to say both teams are over 10 yards. I also expect a full football field's worth of penalty yards at least. So I'm looking for about 80% uh, scoring success um, in the red zone from both of these teams because both of these teams give up buku amounts of success in the red zone. Um, so with that being said, I'm not betting an under in a two-lane game ever again. So it's just, that's the way it is. Um, and this is pretty much just by principle alone, but, uh, or gut feeling or eye test. But, you know, there's also some numbers and data to back it. So it's also nice when it aligns like that. Because um, sometimes you just try to force something, square peg into a triangle hole. So yeah, over 64 in that one, and you can even get a better number right now because it's at 61 and a half. So I'm kind of concerned in a little bit to you know see why. That I, I don't think it's anything crazy. Um, you know, I'll check the injury report just real quick to make sure no major guy was ruled out because you know that would be my first um, inclination. Um, Spoiler alert, I do like Duke to not cover this week against Charlotte. Charlotte's getting 10 and a half on the road. And um, I think Duke's getting love just because they're an ACC team. So let's uh, let's check the injury report for Temple Tulane. Just make sure no one serious got rolled out. And again, beat writers, guys, beat writers are really good for this. Um, yeah, yeah, no, nothing new, nothing crazy. All right, so nothing to worry about there, guys. Again, it's probably just weird movement. Um, people thinking Temple has a really good defense still from last year, but they don't. Um, you know, so look for the over in that one. The green wave, four and a half point favorites went down from five well i just looked at it it was five now it's four and a half lots of movement on this line guys that's really weird um maybe some pros and sharps are looking to play this game it's an exciting game for some people i guess so with that being said i think that about wraps up the monday night football the college football i'm looking at um real quickly throw a couple nfl lines out there that caught my eye coming up for this next week um, I'm really excited to watch the Pittsburgh-Baltimore game just because of what it can offer. Uh, and I'm just kind of glancing over these lines right now. 
you know, so pardon my lack of preparation. Um, Raiders and the Browns, over 54, kind of looks enticing. I think the under is going to get hammered just because Odell Beckham and the news on that, which is a major bummer because he's very polarizing and exciting to watch. Um, so, yeah, we get the, the, the Raiders and the Browns over 54. I kind of like that. It opened at 55 and a half, um, so it's dropped a little bit. Um, Tennessee going on the road against Cincinnati. Five and a half point favorites. Um, might look to put that in a tease and get it down to a pick. So, or a three point tease if you want to do something like that. Get it down to two and a half. So that way, if Stephen Goskowski has to hit a game winning field goal, he can redeem himself. <laughs> that was rough. I lost my over bet on that. I think I've mentioned it twice now. Okay, guys, that does it for me and gals. Um, that's going to put a bow on this one. Got to get it out. Got to get it edited and all that stuff for Monday Night Football. Sorry for the lateness. Um, you know, I'm adjusting from being in Oklahoma City to Atlanta. Thought I had more time than I did. And plus, it's the fiance's birthday. So, you know, certain things take precedence. So, happy birthday, Krista. Um, again, guys and gals, I appreciate you listening in. I always enjoy this, and I am excited for next time. I'm sending you all of my good vibes and all of my good energies. And once again, check those promo codes out on manscaped.com and over at mybookie.ag, um, hoopball20, and then hoopball, respectively. So once again, this is a hoop-ball.com presentation at Hoopball Gaming on Twitter. I'm at daily 7 on Twitter. And don't forget about Ira, who will be on the show tomorrow again. Like always, it'll be like good times. At Ira Silver Magic. Thanks again, once again. And uh, you all take care and good luck tonight. Go get those bets and make some money. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.